Sure, Asher thought to himself. Let's sleep in this accursed choking tower for the evening. What could possibly go wrong? He takes off his hat and looks, as he always does, at the inside of it. He knows the letter is still there, though he doesn't know what good it would do now. Still, a smile crosses his lips as he remembers he might finally get to deliver it soon. For tonight, however, his companions have decided to rest in the only lab they've found without a corpse inside it. Thankfully, he was exhausted, and despite the troublesome accommodations, he soon drifted to sleep. Sleep. Sleep brought rest to the body, but after so many days, the nightmares made it less and less appealing. Would Long Dreamer be phased at all? Eh, best not to think on it. There's a long, terrifying moment when the nightmares have him back at the mining camp, back at perdition. He sees his friends for just a brief moment as he's dragged helplessly into the wall, and the creature leaves him there without light, without air, without hope. He dreams of the sickening sound of Vargas getting his head crushed in with a piece of metal scrap. He can smell the awful stench of burnt Yasoki hair and charred flesh from the fireball trap that killed Alwyn and almost killed Brixby right here in this very tower. He couldn't save either of them. Could he save his friends the next time? Even in these nightmares, he cried out to Caldera for solace. His goddess of luck would surely save him, wouldn't she? Or would his luck finally run out? This is Pot Against the Machine. Pot Against the Machine Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only Pathfinder actual play podcast that'll swank you right in the goo cube, and that definitely isn't the sixth time I've said that. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Can't wait till we're still doing this in 300 years, and you can just say welcome to Pot Against the Machine, the only Pathfinder podcast. <laughs> An episode 14 special. Yep, still going. <laughs> Nargand me right in my Harovex. Hello. <laughs> Future words. <laughs> well, let's, speaking of nargoning people in their Harovexes, uh, previously on the program, the party met up with a worm that walks, with a name that's already been said twice on the in this episode. Um, it was evil, um, but he wanted to be let out, and he said, like, you know, I I hate Furkishoud, you hate Furkishoud, let's, let's be hating Furkishoud buddies. Um, the party said no, and he said, well, I do have a goo cube, and the party was like, uh, still no, and they left, so he tried to kill, um, 
Was it Halloween? He tried to kill Halloween. Yeah. He tried to kill Halloween. You just always a little try bit. to kill Halloween. <laughs> just a little <laughs> trying to kill Halloween right at the well, end there. Bricks I mean, tried sure. to steal he... it. Yeah, sure. And yeah. failed. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bricks also tries to kill Halloween. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Bricks succeeds in killing Halloween. Oh, no. Uh, he fared better than the last uh, evil creature that tried to convince us to team up with it against its former boss, which I believe got a chainsaw in the face and died in a round and a half. So mm-hmm. things are looking pretty good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's still trapped forever in the, the basement yeah. with his Everything's coming up Nargan. Yeah, <laughs> happy enough down there. He's got his worms to play with, mm-hmm. though they are part of him. Um, after that, the party went over, checked out the next room, and discovered a lock. A lock, the likes of which had never been seen because it was controlled by nanites and had all these canisters in it that looked like maybe it needed some sort of nanite cocoons to come alive and fill it up with it that good, good nanite juice so that it could be unlocked. Um, so the party decided, all right, we're going to go get some nanites. So they doubled back to the um, Temple of Xiphus, grabbed some nanites, then marched their way up and up and up and up and up, grabbed another packing nanites out of the um, stairway, and then they're like, well, there's got to be one more somewhere. They found their way onto the um, sixth floor, I believe, where they found a foundry, not to be confused with the foundry, the foundry, or the foundry. It's a different foundry. Uh, where there were some riot suppressor robots and some azers. And um, the riot suppressor robots were like, hey, we're going to swank you. And the azers were like, um... We're just kind of here. But a fight ensued, <laughs> during which uh, Brixby started talking to the Azers and discovered that, yeah, they they don't want to fight, but they kind of have to on account of their being commanded by these riot suppressor robots. And uh, the riot suppressor robots rushed in and knocked Asher unconscious. Uh, they've beaten Kira up pretty good. She's uh, currently flanked by two of them. And um, the Azers have been no help to anyone, really. Just kind of flapping their hammers. And um, we're still in initiative. We're actually, I think, right at the top of the order. With uh, No, we're not at the top of the order because an Azer and a Riot Suppressor robot already went. But we're on Brixby's turn. Approximately. All right. <laughs> and uh, Brixby's going to take a five-foot step to the south to occupy the same square as his friend Alowin. And he is going to make a full attack against Blue. Melee monster returns. I'm gonna doom myself saying that. Oh, that's a critical threat. But that's only a 10 to confirm. Uh, The two off the die. uh, 10 does not confirm, but you still got a hit. Excellent. So. Oh, minus one on that one, so that's a, a two. Um, and then our, yeah. And then that's uh, 17 more points of sneak attack there. And then he's going to attempt to hit with his tail blade. And that is only a nine on the die for a 12. Uh, that will not hit, but um, it seems like you did a pretty good chunk of damage on blue, and 
it doesn't look well. Excellent. All right, and that is the end of Brixby's turn. All right, Kira, you're in a rage. You're surrounded by riot suppressing robots. Um, what you gonna do? Just lay down your weapon and start forging things, I assume. Uh, you know, when some you lose them. All right, um, I'm going to move out of the way for no reason in particular, just, you know, I like to step around. Sorry, just gonna find that map again. Uh, let's move. I'm gonna five foot step north, e north. And uh, I can still hit, I can still reach both red and blue from here. You said blue is looking pretty beat up, red is fine. Uh, red is less beat up, but still kind of beat up. Cool. All right, let's go for blue then. That is a, oh, not good. That's a seven on the die for, I'm in the wrong thing. This is great. This is going so well. I will edit this episode and cut out all of this talking. Four, 25 to hit. Uh, 25 will hit. Whichever one I just said. Great. That is... 10, 13, and 20, 33 points of damage at blue. Um, with blue the chainsaw, goes down. Chainsaw damage. Bye, blue. Blue has been chainsawed to death. Great. Well, I only <laughs> uh, took a five foot step, so am I good to just keep attacking red? Do a quick yeah, swift can. pivot? Yeah, rules nowhere. Um, great gonna do that let's try oh that's worse than last time that's a five on the die or a 20 dirty filthy 20 uh filthy 20 will not hit 20 will not do it all right it's disgusting 20 it's it's just a nasty it's, 20 it's the grossest <laughs> um oh although i'm hasted so i should be able to one more time yeah, one let's more. see if this one Hey, that's a 20, an actual 20, a real live 20. Ooh. Oh, dang. Ooh. Crit. So we're going to roll again and see if that confirms. And that's a 19 on the die to confirm. Whoop, woo. I'm going to be five minutes late to these every time. <laughs> so let me roll this in the other guy so it does the math for me. Rolling. Nope, six. D, six, not 66. Plus 40. 63 points of damage at red. How was red looking? How many points of damage was that? 63. 63. 63. That's 66 plus 40. That's a lot of damage. And red also goes crondling to the ground. We'll all be on the ground together soon, guys. Don't worry about it. This is not very nice. They were winning a minute ago. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> oh, they were they were so happy. <laughs> uh, to destroy that, happiness. I think that'll take us to Alowin. Okay, uh, Alowin, as a swift action, twists his 
wrist on the opposite arm from the one that he has the wind wand in, popping out his almost empty wand of lightning bolt, which is going to be slightly less impressive now that he's only hitting one enemy with it instead of three, <laughs> but it should still be uh, super effective against these guys. So uh, I'm firing it in a straight line directly in front of me, and that one robot that is still alive needs to make a reflex save. I don't like it. I definitely have stat blocks here that I can utilize in order to get a 16. Okay, that is a pass on this because it's the wand DC, not mine. So that is 10, 13. Ooh, out of fives. Wow. Four fives and a three. Uh, so that is 23. So half of that would be rounded down 11 which hopefully will double because it's a robot, or at least be one and a half. Uh, it is one and a half because of their vulnerability. So what was the number again? I... Uh, it was 11 after it was okay, halved. So 16 in total. Yeah. All right. So that's... It's his turn. All right. The robot will remember that. Asher, uh, having a nice snooze over there. Yep. Well, the brave little Azers, now that uh, things seem like they're going pretty well for them, Yellow is going to rush on down around uh, Green and is going to, with the flank, take a little swing with a Masterwork Warhammer. Weird they weren't using those against us. Uh, that's, even with the flank, not going to hit. Very sad. See, this robot is dead, so next Azer. Next Azer already has the flank. It's gonna swing that. Yep, still not hitting. These guys are not good at fighting. Now, the Riot Suppressor robot is mad. Riot Suppressor robot is going to suppress some rioters. Gonna full attack with that masterwork. Warhammer non-lethal majigger that it's got. Natural 20, going after purple. Oh no, those poor guys. Uh, confirmed crit on purple. Uh, purple is unconscious from a non-lethal swank. Now it's gonna- All that Azer wanted to do was aspire to greatness sure did and now it's buddy is gonna get swamped uh yeah that'll hit so also unconscious and then it's gonna pull out the integrated stun gun that it can also use as part of a full attack and it's gonna take a shot at kira That is oh, a 15 to hit touch. I'm pretty sure that works. I've got a cat in the way. Just a second. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. 15 against touch. Sure will. Sure will hit. And on the blur, 88. That's above a 20. Um, so that is three non-lethal damage. That is just enough to best two, which is how many non-lethal non hit points? I don't know exactly how to say that. She's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow, and probably the turn of all turns. This one riot suppressor robot knocks out three combatants. Three? Oh, right, three. Uh, two okay. Azers yeah. and, a, and a Kira. Yeah, that's um, fine. The orange Azer, I think, is gonna, gonna throw his hammer instead of stepping up to this unstoppable beast. He's gonna draw a light hammer off his belt and he's gonna give that a throw. And miss just pings right off of this unstoppable robot shield. Uh, the robot cannot ever be defeated. It is um, the greatest robot in the history of the world. So, um, Brixby, you're up to surrender. Uh, I mean, in the face of such a glorious robot, you would think, but even with a 20 intelligence, he's just not smart enough to give up. So he is going to um, make a little gun motion with his fingers, considering this, this guy is not in uh, combat at all with anybody. And, uh, oh, not gonna paste the rules to that in there. Instead, I'm gonna paste this. Uh, so that is a 17 versus touch. A 17 versus touch will hit. Excellent. And a 20 versus touch will also hit. So I'm gonna, uh, this is first scorching ray. This is second scorching ray. So that is 13 and 12 respectively. All right, the hardness does protect it from some of that scorchy doodle. I assumed. All right. Well, that's gonna, I guess it doesn't really bring us to Kira because she's unconscious. Though she oh, is wow. fast healing, so <laughs> is she right back up? Oh, hang on. Does that still work when you're unconscious? That's fantastic. Well, don't yeah, you have the thing where you stay raging while you're yep, out? Yep, sure do. Hang on. That might be enough. Aging vigor. Also, can everybody still hear me just to check? Yes. Okay, I switched back to the one that has my filter on, so you guys won't hear me typing. <laughs> uh, great news, Kira is right back up. She still looks like she has one non-lethal hit point available to her, but you know what? It's enough. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, she is prone and has dropped all of her weapons, and they all fell down the stairs and um, into the furnace. Tore her shirt. one that went directly into the Crushed chest of Kingsley. the guy who was otherwise going to help us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so for this, I can never remember. I use my move to stand? Yeah. Move to stand. Okay. So I'm going to stand, and then I can't move, so I'm not going to attack, which is heartbreaking. You can I pick guess your that's weapon up you with could another. use your yeah you could also use your action to go into total defense and add four to your AC. I know it's not a very Kira you thing, gauntlet, but you could right? preserve yourself a little bit. Don't you have hmm? a gauntlet like you yeah. were using in the Zill fight? I do. Yeah, but I thought I can't move. Oh, you can't um, still move and then also hit. You don't have the. Got it. Okay, so it's, for that, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Okay, so you're I, not adjacent to it. If you were, you could punch it. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll just punch it. Looking at the wrong token. Yeah, I'll. I'll... 
I'll pick up, uh, I'll pick up my weapon. And call it a day. Alright, um, Alwyn. Alwyn has eight of these left to make me a reflex save. <laughs> this is not very nice. Uh, how does a 13 sound? 13 beats it exactly. But it's still gonna be half. It can never four, be four, stopped. Two, so that's 10. Another 4 and another 2, so that's 14, 15, 16, so 8 damage, so 12 damage. Alright. Still, and that's oh, still you it totally that unstoppable. Alright, consider yourself suppressed. Asher, no turn. Take that Azer out of the turn order, that Azer out of the turn order. We're back up to our dear friend who is going to take a five. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, what kind of action it is for me to channel. I was going to do that, I forgot. It's a standard. It's a standard oh, it is a standard, action. so I couldn't do it and fire. Okay, yeah. So, never mind. Cut that out. All right. The Bryant suppressing juggernaut is going to take a five foot step forward and swank Kira. Uh, that is a lot. It's a 33. Really should have done that preservation thing, but I uh, have all the self preservation of a teenager. Uh, yeah, 33 is so good. Uh, 41 on the blur. Classic. Um, that is going to be 23 non-lethal. 23? That's so many non-lethal. That is, that's actually max non-lethal. Oh, so that's... you should be happy about that if you go Thank back you. down. Yeah, right, um, right on back. Kira stands up and then lays back down. <laughs> Um, and then it's gonna fire a stun gun at, um, I guess it's gonna fire at Alwyn, right? Alwyn's been lightning him. Alwyn has done nothing to it. Uh, that is 19 versus touch. Uh, 19 against touch? Oh yeah, that's definitely it. I was gonna say, regular Two I see good, damage. not touch. How much? Two non-lethal. Oh, two? Yeah. Get out of here with that. A little bit different from the 23. Oh, wait, I just gave myself two lethal damage. And um, it's done. The Azer is going to pick his big hammer back up and um, look nervously at uh, the both of you, hoping that you got something to stop the unstoppable robot. Brixby's up. Uh, so Brixby at this moment is going to kind of harken back mentally to a time that we were pretty desperate um, and his friend who is reclining uh, on the stairs behind him was so brave. And that was uh, when we were facing Marrow in Scrapwall and that friend was Asher. I mean, everybody's brave, but in that moment it was, it was very much Ashman. So he's gonna think about that awful book that he took from Marrow and the spell that he learned from her and the thing that Alowin just did. And he's gonna take a five foot step forward and he's gonna crush a little uh, glass rod with some fur and with emotion, he is going to cast his own lightning bolt because he is very concerned about how this is going to go. <laughs> Even if it is a level three spell on like 13 remaining hit points, it's still worth it. So roll me a reflex save. Natural two, only a six on the reflex save. All righty then. 
Let's go. And it's 29 points of, there's a lot of ones in there, but there's some fives, so it evens out. Yeah, 29 points um, on my 96. Well, and with the vulnerability to electricity, that is the end of Green's reign of terror. Woo! Hooray! Congratulations, you've done it. Brixby's gonna turn to the remaining Azer and say, "Drag your friends over here, towards the pale one." Yeah, and, and Alwyn will move a little over here so we can kind of put everybody around him in a circle. Yeah, he'll nod and bring over his buddy. Now everybody, everybody's all piled up at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> oh, that's actually not terrible. Uh, so he puffs out his uh, little baby channel and does five points of healing to everybody. Ooh. And so that heals a point of lethal and non-lethal for each. Is that right? So five and five. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Every magical source that heals lethal also heals non-lethal. <laughs> well, that was all Asher needed to be one more health than he has non-lethal. <laughs> and he <laughs> coughs. His hat fallen over his face, and he'll stand. <clears throat> then we win. Yeah. Now, take a ride on the dragon, eh? Oh, wait. We have non-spoiled space drugs, don't we? We do. I mean, it's it's dealers. I mean, it's it's your choice. It's it's really like we could. Are you feeling like you need to unwind a bit? <laughs> Jeff, the player, laughs. Asher just kind of smiles uh, weakly. He feels miserable, uh, but he will uh, just draw out the non-expired space drug gun and say, I "Well, I'll start here." Alan will pipe up real quick. Uh, if we aren't planning on doing too much more adventuring today, I have healing still available. And he does have uh, level one and level two healing spells if we want to use that before using the uh, consumable health. It just depends on how much longer we're going to explore this place because he's got other things that are the same spell level i think this is probably our last fight especially because big stuff is still down yeah um yeah, i have well, like an okay amount of spells but i also got all those tasty spells yeah today. well maybe i'll he i'll yeah i'll start doing uh cures on her then while you inject asher because she's down way more uh, if you just want to roll for yourself asher because i know you have that on your sheet yeah can do Pause for healing. So that's 27. Well, I guess that would be, yeah. It's probably, well, it'd be like three rounds at that point if there's three casts, so. Oh, okay. If there's three rounds, then I, hang on. Any second now. All right, I'm up. Uh, yeah, and you got another, another 40 from me from those oh, three rounds. Oh, that's so many. Thank you. 40. That uh, brings me up out of level two oracle spells. Awesome. The Azers are, are all conscious at this point. They're kind of checking on each other, but um, 
the the one orange who seems to kind of be the leader of them says, oh, I, uh, "We thank all of you for um, destroying." I guess would be the word. Our imprisoners. We've been trapped here for a very long time. And Brixby will be translating. So from here on in, you know, when people participate in this conversation, just assume it's going <laughs> through me because I don't want to, you know, dominate this or anything. But mm-hmm. yeah, because anybody have any questions? Ignan. Ignan, yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. um, uh, brought you here, and what have they had you do? Top, we we were brought by uh, the. The wizard, the the dead one, um, the Fergus Shadow. Have to narrow it down more he, than that. <laughs> years ago, he he summoned us from the plane of fire, and we've been trapped in here building parts for I don't even know the various machines, whatever they order us to do for years. Was he dead when he first summoned you here? No, he he was he was alive. That was um, he was definitely alive. He he died a long time ago, though. Do you know how? No, um, they sort of exchange a look. We've only been in here. We just knew he he would come in as a a living wizard very rarely, and then one day he started coming in as a ghost. Mostly lost interest in us after he was dead, though. Just trying to imagine them, like, screwing with him, being like, Did you get a haircut? <laughs> Something different? Something seems <laughs> off about you, Fergus. We've been slimming down. Um, <laughs> You're almost transparent. Get some sunlight, my guy. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think if he himself has referenced being dead or not yet. I don't know that he's he's brought it up to all of you. Yeah. Probably not. He seems to be aware of his ability to go through walls and floors and ceilings, so he may not Maybe be talking about it. He probably did a it. really good job at uh, casting part particulate from himself. You know, yeah, I guess... he just be a super good wizard. Yeah. yeah. Or it's not necessarily like CrossFit, where he just talks about it all the time. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us anything about this room besides the um, means and materials to make these parts? Is there anything in here that we should know about? Brixby's going to detect magic. Wham, 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 wham. Um, And there doesn't seem to be anything really magic in the room. It looks like the uh, furnace itself is incredibly hot. Like, if you touch it, you'll get... um, burned um if any of the pipes were to be opened it'd be even worse but mostly it's just used in here for uh keeping the um forge hot so they can smelt various different parts and it it looks like they sort of just build whatever they've been ordered to by the robots um like all these couches yeah which i know other furnaces but metal couches which um, <laughs> is not practical at all but yeah for the people at home the f- the grates for the furnaces look like armchairs <laughs> well you know when you're a robot you need a metal yeah. couch 
Or else you know, we, uh, if we have other. Oh, Asher's got one. No, I was spoiling things by getting back in character. I sincere apologize. <laughs> no, I was saying, I was about to say, do we have any other questions? And you beat me to it. When we were downstairs in the tower, we saw schematics for all kinds of things. A large, scorpion-like creature, what looked like a tank for some sort of synthetic person. Have you been involved in any of those parts? Have you seen any large scorpion robots or mechanical sort of people? just didn't know if those were relevant. Um, well, the, the mechanical people like the, uh, gearsmen and like the, uh, the, these robots that were keeping us prisoner. And there are, like, um, they usually are up above. There's like wizard robots, too. Um, they're mostly in charge these days. But, um, I... No, no scorpions. No, nothing like that. I don't. I don't think. Wizard don't robots, think you say? Oh, Wizard yeah. robots. Wizard robots. You know, in our exploration, we've even come across some. They're not. They're not quite robots. They're. They're androids. They're, some tried to kill us under a town. Have you seen any of those in this tower? I just want to know what to be prepared for. Um, no, no androids. Um, there used to be, like, living people here. Um, like, mostly humans, I think. But I think they're all gone. Or at least none of them have come on this floor, basically, since Fergus died. But no, no androids that I know of. Friends, um, I hate to ask this of you, but we uh, have been adventuring all day, and this is clearly a very dangerous place. Uh, would you be willing to assist us in keeping watch for one rest before returning home? Um, well, number one, yeah, um, we, we could um, keep watch for you, but, uh, you know, there's the ghost, right? He can... I mean, we're not going to be able to stop him if he comes here. But also, um, as far as returning home goes, uh, you, you don't happen to have, like, a plane-shifting kind of kind of deal with you. Just hanging out, maybe. I mean... Is it a level five spell? And then he like assesses how much XP the other two Azers would be and how much it would take for us to hit level 10. It's like, how badly do you want to go home? No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, the other option, I guess, for everybody is that we could just go outside, right? Yeah. We could. We, I have a dimension door still. Yes. So... I can dimension door us out of this building so we can just sleep outside, um, which would probably save us any fricus situation. Um, but yet, sadly, uh, we don't know uh, any of that sort of magic per se. I found Fergus's books and I found the sort of spell that, that binds an outsider here, um, but nothing that dismisses it to its native plane. We may know someone who could, and, and when we leave, we'd be willing to try to help. Uh, but if you'd like to also, you know, 
go on your own. Um, you can. You're, you're as free as, as you can be on this plane. So, well, we, we could just uh, walk out of here? Like, uh, nothing's going to murder us if we just go? The only thing that we know of for sure between here and the front door is possibly Zaud, but he doesn't seem to show up very often. If you're quick, you should be able to get out fine. We kind of already took care of everything else. We could all just walk together. We could just leave sure. together. I mean, yeah. we don't yeah, have we to dimension door out, out of the here. Front door and you can just yeah. get ready to boof us if he shows up. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Boof and abandon the Acers. Asher would yeah, say Yeah, I'll ready in of... action to shove one of them in front of us and he'll ready the action <laughs> to boof us. Oh, sorry. Just uh, while we're, you know, if we're all in agreement to start heading down, Asher would just sort of chat and let them know that the there's a town that probably the closest settlement I believe to here is Idenvey, and they're not super welcoming to out to even like humanoids like other like humans who live outside of their town. So maybe not heading there if they're wanting a warm welcome. <laughs> not mechanical outsiders, let alone or. <laughs> literal outsiders let alone mechanical outsiders yeah there it is xenophobes you know they're very afraid of warrior princesses <laughs> but there is a moth and if you want to endear yourself to long dreamer maybe they'll take you on an adventure yeah long dreamer probably has plane shift i wouldn't be surprised if, if they didn't with all the other crazy stuff they have related to like dreams and astral projection and all that weird junk. It's entirely possible. Yeah, it feels like something in it, a creature like that would have. But uh, yeah, I suppose we'll walk out unless anybody has any other questions for the fire dwarves. I think Kira would uh, look over the, well, as she stands up again, look over the group. Do you, do you guys want to hang out with us? Just like a, a quick camp night? So you're safe, and we're, you know, we have company. Yeah, we could we could totally hang out. I mean, you guys seem cool. You're definitely cooler than like the robots with the hammers and everything. So, you know, I suppose that's a low bar. But yeah, we'll totally hang out if you'll have us. You rescued us, and um, the three of them kind of exchange a look, and then the the lead one, well, like. He'll pick up his little hammer that he threw off the ground and put that back on his belt and sort of offer up his um his bigger hammer, which is it like the head of it is like silver. And he'll go like, um I we don't really have much, but um if you would take like this uh, sort of token of our appreciation for saving us. Kira grabs the head uh, of the hammer and shakes it. <laughs> bites Agreed. it like it's an old piece of <laughs> Real silver. Is it authentic? <laughs> um, I guess, even though I don't really want to take their stuff, can we just, I, just detect magic? Is it magical? A plus no, five not. ghost bane dwarven <laughs> no, warhammer. Turns out they're Maybe. all carrying Smasher. thunderbolts. I'm thinking of you. <laughs> I'm thinking of Asher and his love of the hammer. Also, don't we have hammer. hammers from those dead robots? I know the other time we fought those, they left hammers. 
Yeah, they've got um, <laughs> masterwork hammers, and I want to say... Um, I think the guns were part Heavy of steel shields. Oh, oh, that's right, mm. they had shields, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll swoop those masterwork hammers for the, for the selling, for sure. Um, the masterwork silver hammer, I, I mean, I know they're just an NPC um, and whatever, but... I personally just feel like they can keep their hammer because they're kind of kept, they're like locked on this plane. I don't know. I mean. We don't need their stuff. I, I think, yeah. So that's, yeah, Kira reaches out and shakes the too. hammer like like it's a hand and then just, then just kind of gently pushes it back toward them. Like, we don't want these. And uh, like that. <laughs> it's not that we don't appreciate it, but after all you've been through, you, we don't owe us any of your belongings, meager as they are. This might, maybe it'll help you get home if you have to sell it or something. You guys are poor. <laughs> Kira doesn't say that. We're gonna get on the next floor and there's just gonna be masking tape over that like lab seven and it's just gonna be like lycanthrope research and we're like, wait, <laughs> wait, come back, <laughs> please. Yeah, so that's the only use of it. It's kind of a crappy, like yeah, well, I'm assuming it's to like sell because of. it's made out of solid silver and it probably weighs like 30 pounds. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, maybe they want to, that's, this is, this, if this is the most valuable thing you have, you might have to amass some more, you know, um, with your natural skills, probably work in a forge to eventually pay to get back to the plane if we can't help you or our moth friend. But yeah, well, you should keep it. Well, we're certainly always willing to work if you know any, um, like foundries or forges or anything that might need some strong hands. We, um, if we can think of a oh place, man, we will let you we? know. <laughs> <laughs> so, to Long Dreamer's Cave, <laughs> just a little star wipe. Yeah, star wipe. Spinning bat signal. Furcus does not, um, murder all of you on the way out you get to walk down the stairs by now your legs have got to be all total rubber this is like 30 flights of stairs at least yeah we weirdly we do pass him he just decides not to murder us yeah he's, he's, <laughs> he's in a, a robe and has his yeah. cup of coffee <laughs> he's just drinking it in sure and it's like ah uh, maybe tomorrow guys <laughs> Waiting for his skull buddies to reset all those traps. How many days do we have left on that? Like at least for one more, guys? I think. Yeah. Wasn't it like a minimum of three or something? I'm trying to remember what we've rolled on that. I want to say it was like 2d8, but I mean, you don't know how many days. <laughs> yeah. I'm just rolled. trying to think what the minimum was. I think the minimum, the minimum I think was two. Two. But the maximum was like 12. So. <laughs> so we might have to start being careful tomorrow. <laughs> hey, we're taking a nap. Everyone's taking a nap. Yeah. Yes. All right. Everyone going down for the night in the comfort of Long Dreamer's um, glade in the forest there. Is anyone... anyone gets? Sorry. Ah. Just <laughs> trampled you. I thought you were finished like a fool. Ah, right, go for it. I just wanted to see if anybody wasn't topped off health-wise and wouldn't get there through resting. I've got, you know, a lay on hands left. I have a question that may be of interest to our listeners. Who can say? 
Uh, I've healed up all of my lethal damage, so I'm full up there, but I still have a bunch uh, of non-lethal. All of the stuff that I did healed the non-lethal. Right. And um, I think your fast healing would also have gotten rid of it. Yeah, so, but I still... So, so I'm full up on the on okay. lethal damage. It's just I still yeah. have... There's like 15 points of non-lethal left. Um, Which is about what I have. Uh, that doesn't... Is, no, that heals at the same rate as regular, doesn't it? it doesn't yeah, that's what I was going to ask. If, if it, yeah. Does it only heal if you are also healing lethal damage? Or... Does it continue healing on its own? Does that make sense? Um, it'll heal when you yeah. sleep, but I think it's still one one with lethal, right? So we're only going to yeah, heal it'll our still just level be back. Level. Yeah, just level. Okay, cool. So then, so yeah, I, can I have like one. Uh, I have four more level one cure spells, so I'm going to hit you and I each with one of those. Let's see if um, Hero awesome. Lab. Will I'll even... take the crappy one. Uh. <laughs> uh goes up to max is five so i'm a level not that i'm a level six oh so kira you actually got three more health back than uh you actually did from me okay. the first time uh in that time you just got another 12 and i got six and do one more for me because you'll heal overnight with what's left on that and that'll do me all right well after a long day of exploring the tower including uh, gotta be five floors of it plus a basement biting blobs and smogs and all sorts of good stuff everybody settles in for a night's sleep and long dreamer will keep watch and Azers will take watches so everything is nice and easy for everyone and as you sleep everybody levels up yes <laughs> yeah. oh snap yeah. I gotta switch sheets and then take away the non-leap on the new one <laughs> oh, good thing I just did this <laughs> oh okay you don't level up but everyone else does aww so oh, this is who wants to roll for HP's Who's taking our first quad class? I can roll for quad. some HPs. All right. Let me make sure my my flat. All right, here we go. Ready? Ooh, that's a ten. Oh, nice. I did not get a ten, so never die. Got it. That's absurd. It's Kira fantastic. Need that. Any fun stuff you Kira picks up at level 10? Uh, maybe a couple spells. Uh, maybe a couple spells. Who can say? I don't know. You know? Maybe it was, uh, uh. <laughs> that good, uh, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I'll say for now. Just uh, maybe some spells. Who can say? I, I don't know. I don't know. You know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to go next? I will. Sure. I'm doing another another uh, arcane trickster. So that's a D6 Aruni. It's a three on the die for me. Three on the die as well. So that's a four for you. Yay. That's not bad. Thank you. Oh, uh, you know, just kind of a it's, it's a, it's an okay level. It's just, you know, I'll get another thing, sneak attack and 
Oh, and also level five spells. That's great. That's a good thing. There's probably nothing thing. good at level five, though, so... Oh, yeah, and I certainly didn't recently get access to a book that had some level five spells in it. I'm not going back and looking at what those level five spells are. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was Zoud's book. I think the answer yep. to that is all of them. Oh, yep. <laughs> a lot of bad, bad spells. Great spells. Amazing spells. All right. Who wants to go next? I'm. I have nothing to offer, so I'll go. Uh, it'll be real quick. Just a D10. Uh, sticking with Gunslinger, Gunslinger. All right. Five. I beat my four. Okay, five it is. Uh, at Gunslinger six, uh, all I get is an extra plus one to will saves. The end. Terrible. All right, and um, how about Alwyn picking up that Alwyn fourth class? Alwyn is a uh, mesmerist. Yeah, Alwyn took a level in mesmerist to uh, lower people's will saves even more. Uh, actual class, uh, he gets a d6 for, which I got a four. I got a one. That's twice as good as last time when I only got a two on my level up. All right. Anything good Alowin gets? Uh, Alowin gets a uh, level three sorcerer spell and a uh, level four oracle spell. And that uh, might have been the first time I've said on camera his two original classes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he gets uh, one of each of those. He doesn't get anything from the classes themselves because... He's not actually leveling them up. He's just leveling up his spellcasting ability. But yeah, he's got that. He's also got a couple new cantrips. Uh, and that's pretty much it for this level. Sounds like a party. Well, morning eventually comes. It's the 24th of Rova. The choking tower is still where it was. Presumably Fergus is in there. With a fresh new complement of spells for the day. Ready to kill all of you. <laughs> uh, Brixby, you know, I don't know how the how he would necessarily know the moment that he wakes up. Maybe it's just like he cracks the spell book open and like the 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 previously impenetrable runes of the level five spells start to swirl and make sense a la Ghost Rider. But he turns to his Azer friends and says, If you'll wait here, in some day's time, tomorrow, perhaps the next, I've, uh, I've learned a magic belief that I can, can at least bring you to a forge. Uh, an incredible, brilliant light and a foundry. Um, well, a whole town that sort of honors the tradition and art that you do if you'd like well i mean that sounds like a pretty sweet deal yeah if, if you're willing we'll um hang out with a uh, uh, blinky the butterfly over there and um uh, 
wish you all good luck in the, the tower. If you're really going back. We're going back. We promised this wonderful, beautiful creature that we would remove a blight from this this forest, this planet. And to know that they just imprisoned you, one of many, for their careless whims, just redoubles our, our anger and our resolution to end Zhao. Well, uh, as we said, uh, good, good luck to you in your travels. We hope you're able to put him to rest or get rid of him or, you know, I mean, get rid of him, really. Like, that that's what the whole universe needs at this point. <laughs> and just by the merit of that, <laughs> Brixby used his level two, <laughs> first level two spell of the day to be like, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'll teleport you home. Um, but then we'll also cast the normal suite of spells um, that, that, that happened, the... the before we go in, the mage armor, the shield um, extended yeah. in the RMZ's focus. Yeah, and uh, Alowin will also cast his mage armor, and he will cast the, whatchamacallit, all of us, delayed poison communal. Bless. Oh, and, an, and I we, forgot, we, I got uh, two uh, level four oracle spells, because oracles automatically get that level's uh, healing spell, which means I have cure critical now. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That could be critical. <laughs> no. Also, three more days oh, I so it. I can heal my dumb negative level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the uh, tower is much as you left it only a few short hours ago. The trek up the stairs is long and boring at this point so you've gotten used to all these stairs with their orm vorax holes and their dead bird hell monsters and fog um. remnants and all that good stuff you're heading straight up to the seventh floor wherever we're headed yeah. i was gonna say i think um before we all go in kira will stop everyone and be like um maybe Maybe as long as there are no traps or anything to check out, maybe I should go first because, um, no offense, but I think I'm better at getting punched in the face. At least punched in the face lots of times. Uh, looks pointedly at Asher and then very quickly away. <laughs> oh, look at this flower. Wow. Such an affectionate yeah. glance. <laughs> well, I mean. So, so friendly. You know what? Fair. That's fair. You boof on the other side of a door one time and you never live, to live it down. It's kind of like how we're oh, still talking Asher about the Brixby. Bridge builder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still talking about my face getting punched. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> we yep. were so young. <laughs> Remember the only we, time that happened? The one yes, the one time. singular time. <laughs> yeah. Just really impressed itself on our memory and echoed through a series of similar... Anyway, we're, up, we're upstairs. Well, the uh, seventh floor 
stairs or the stairs to the seventh floor empty out into an atrium which straight ahead you see stairs that keep on going up and then uh to the left of those stairs is a doorway and then to your immediate left right at the top of the stairs is another doorway and this floor is the quasi gaseous research floor with the passive <laughs> aggressive <laughs> i'm not running a slaughterhouse or whatever here um, as far as the remaining labs go, uh, that you haven't been into, um, the next one on the list, lab six is technic research. And then Ooh. number seven is quasi gaseous research, which is the one with the ominous hundred pounds of live animals a week. Um, then there's always lab eight swarm behavior studies okay. and, um, lab, lab nine smoke and particle research lab zero. So is um you've already seen it it's in the basement that's the one with the multi-factor authentication with nanites mm -hmm. really true zero <laughs> so does that mean floor seven is lab six like are they named was floor because uh, floor one's like the lobby or i mean we had well, I mean, three three labs just on one floor at one point Oh, yeah. Yeah, duh. the third floor had the yeah. first three labs on it. The fourth right. floor had two labs on it. Okay. So, so are either of these doors... Oh, are either of these doors labeled? Uh, no, no label on either of these doors. Do they have the sort of conventional airlock system that we've seen? Uh, they just have the standard kind of bulkhead door. Okay. Uh do we want to just check out this first door as a, as a team? And then Kira can go in first, as requested. Deal. Ruby Roo. Ruby Ruby Roo. Oh, what a waste of a 17 on the dice. Yeah, I aid. <laughs> I Roinks. also aid. Alwyn? Yep. Yes. Oh, All right, awesome. So I aid. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right, that's an 11 off the die for a 29 plus six more, so that's a 35. Uh, with that, uh, the door appears to be neither locked nor trapped. All right, does not appear locked nor trapped. I want to kick it open. Why not? No one's in the way. It's fine. Yeah, we'll wait out as of the you way. go through the HP and break DC of this bulkhead door. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when the, the intro when a giant couldn't get it open and so he just ripped <laughs> the handle off? He didn't try kicking it in. <laughs> didn't try didn't. kicking it in. That, that was his downfall. Okay, so then I guess we'll do a sort of a knob turn and then kick with a just to reduce resistance there. It's really right, awful. So like unlock it and then just kind of kick it when it's <laughs> Exactly. And it, it opens. Yeah. She did it. Kira did it. So strong. <laughs> strong. Uh, opening up this door reveals a room with raw iron, spools of wire, and sturdy jars filled with colorful liquids lining the north and east walls. There's a balcony crossing the room from the northwest to the southeast, looking over the workshop below. And um, there's a large in the back corner, like a metal... An iron and mithril swivel crane, like hanging over the edge of the balcony with a long boom arm that could reach all the way down, looks like, or basically anywhere in this room. It, it's long enough 
to extend. Um, and then there's a door basically right on your left as you come in, and then the um, crane straight ahead. So if we had come in here, we could have picked up the riot suppressor robots with the crane, is what you're saying. You might have is been that... able to. Oh. Oh. If you just run up the stairs. <laughs> just a claw game. <laughs> <laughs> the best mini game in book three for sure it does cost 75 copper each try though did you want us to i guess we could do a little searchy around the room um or is it does it look like a very what you see is what you get in there i mean there's a, a lot of crap hanging out in this room love that all right let's search that crap eh uh, rolling perception, that's a nine on the die for a math is tough. Let's call it a 23. I'm just going to check that with my okay. phone. Natural 19 um, for a 17. <laughs> I'll never cease to be amused by Alowin's negative perception modifier. He's literally <laughs> blind. He notices nothing. Got a 22 with a four off the die. Well, I think mostly this looks like raw materials and kind of junk. Uh, but one thing you do notice is that the crane is um, suddenly swivels its boom around. And um, it almost kind of looks like it's aware of you. It almost kind of seems like you might want to roll for initiative. <laughs> no. Wow. Did you wait for me to finally drag my token into the room to do that? Thanks, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got it. Ooh, that's a horrible initiative. Crane. Is it better crane. than the cranes? <laughs> it's uh, the same, but I have a better bonus, so that's good. <laughs> Oops! I tried to give Asher a turn. It gave the crane a second turn. It still keeps giving the crane <laughs> turns. How many cranes are there? <laughs> Oops! All cranes. Oops! All cranes. <laughs> Stop sharing a square with the crane, Asher. <laughs> All right, uh, what did Alwyn get? Uh, Alwyn rolled a one for a seven. All right. Well, you kicked the crane's butt. Uh, Brixby. Keeping the trend alive, a one for a nine. <laughs> oh, a battle of titans. Uh, Kira. <laughs> a ten for a sixteen. Very speedy compared to everyone else. How about Asher? Yeah, Kira's going to win an 8 for a 13. <laughs> Standing in the crane. All right, um, Kira, you are first. The crane appears to be menacing, as menacing as a crane can be. Yeah, no, menacing for sure. I think the in, exact amount. <laughs> in earlier days, Kira probably would have uh, delayed and waited for her friends to sort of instruct on which direction to go but new angry Kira <laughs> sees this thing awaken and maybe try and take a swing at herself and her friends she's gonna smash it with a chainsaw or you know try to so I'm gonna five foot step forward diagonally squarey and rev up a chainsaw that's a terrible five on the die but I'm pretty sure it's still a oh crap I'm not raging um 22 5 plus 17 yeah. 22 hit crane. Uh, it sounds like that'll hit the crane's flat-footed AC. Aha! <laughs> Flat crane at AC. Flat crane. It has so much dex. 
17, and then also 22 uh, points of damage, chainsaw damage at Crane. Weirdly, it does very little damage to this um, very, very hard Crane. Uh, well... Fraser doesn't mess around. Not raging, but I would like to take my second attack if possible. Alright. Re-chainsawing. That's a little better. That's going to be 12 plus 14, 26. That is enough to hit the crane. All right, I'm going to use my other d6 now because that roll was terrible. That's better. Oh, all sixes. Yay. Um, 18. Yep, 18 plus 17. Sorry. (laughs) Which is 35. (laughs) 35. Thanks, team. I also knew that by myself. But, you know, the uh, right. it was helpful. Once again, doesn't all go through, but at least it was a beefier hit. And that is my turn, except for maybe to turn to Asher and say, hey, um, get out of the crane. And that'll be it. Asher, who was right. Leonardo DiCaprioing on the top of the basket of the king of the world, startled that this crane has come to life beneath him now uh he was just kind of walking around look about to look in boxes uh and seeing as though this crane has not yet acted there's no greater time to see if the hardness uh can be bypassed fully by adamantine or not i'm gonna go with probably not but hey let's do a full attack rapid shot Deadly aim with the revolver full of adamantine rounds uh, and see if we can't, you know, kill a crane? They're protected species. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, I, I guess. You know, I don't know this crane's touch AC. It could be surprisingly high. Uh, well, do you think that Asher, as a professional slinger of guns, is capable of shooting a large piece of construction equipment that cannot move? <laughs> yes. Because it's it's about that as hard as like that would be. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I said that, and then I saw that my lowest was still like a 19, so I feel pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. His AC could be higher. Maybe he's in crane style. Hey. <laughs> Monk jokes. <clears throat> uh, I have clustered shots. So the. Well, I guess it's only for DR. Never mind. Boop. Here comes damage. Uh, we've got 14 on the first, only 8 on the second. And 13 on the third. Those are adamantine rounds, so that goes through, what, 10 hardness? Uh, that goes through 20, 20 hardness. hardness. And it, yeah, those punch some solid holes right in the crane. Nice. Right in the crane. Right, uh, right in the crane brain. Oh, crazy insane. Uh, and then, seeing as though he has not yet moved, Asher will take a five-foot step to the north. And that's his turn. All right, Brixby. Brixby would like 
Yeah, he'd like to start his turn. Knowledge Crane. Lore Crane. I'm assuming it's a knowledge engineering. Uh, that seems like a safe bet. Alright, that is a 19 for a 37. Yeah, it's a crane. It appears to be an animated crane. Um, it looks like Fergus did some work on this thing to make it actually like, have some very limited degree of awareness and capacity to fight. What would you like to know about this crane? Oh, how many, how many no's can I know? Uh, what was your total again? 37. Um, that'll do two. This is a, a unique creature, you know? There's okay. not a lot of living cranes out there. Um, all right. I guess, first off, is there, because it's so unique and weird, does it have some sort of, like, weakness? Can I turn it off with, like, craft mechanical? Does it have some sort of, like... It, it, or is it just kind of like any other robot? So I guess the question is, does it have some sort of weakness or is there a way to disable it? Um, and it looks like the only sort of weakness it has is, is the fact that it literally cannot move. It has no means of locomotion. There's there's nothing built in as like a way to shut it down, it doesn't look like. Uh, okay, and I mean... We know this thing has 20 hardness um, on the table, so I was thinking special attacks, even though I really think we should all cheese it and get out of here as quickly as possible, because this thing can't run. And this not doesn't appear to be blocking our entrance out or our exit out of this room. Um, so, yeah, let's do folks cool with special attacks, unless someone needs to know like lowest saves or something. All right, cool, cool. Special attacks, please. Um, well, it looks like the main thing that this crane has going for it is that boom arm, which looks like it can reach anywhere in the room. Uh, so it doesn't really have to move. It can reach you wherever you are, and um, it does have a claw on the end of it. Okay, boom arm. Can it even days. get people like around the corner where Alwyn is? How would that work? Does it have an elbow? I think it's kind of like a weird orientation that it doesn't really think eerie. Like it can kind of move on multiple axes. Yeah, so the it's got like elbow sprite that I've in grabbed it. Yeah. is like yeah, yeah. But it can go like mm -hmm. for everyone. Everyone knows what those sounds mean. Yeah, those sounds mean hit Alloin. Wait, you mean to tell <laughs> me that sprite is not the official sprite for one of these things? Weirdly, Paizo did not provide a sprite for the animated crane. That Tonka I'm truck is not the official Paizo sprite. I'm disappointed that we didn't get to see the Wayne Reynolds covered in belts animated crane. I guess the Miracell sort of buckly deuce. Um, so I think... Uh, Brixby's going to use his five, six words to say, we should leave this room. Um, but knowing that his compatriots are not going to be able to do that uh, before the crane goes, he's also going to use his standard action to fire off um, some scorching rays at it. Uh, it is in melee with Kira. So it's only... Uh, 
plus five, so that is, uh, <laughs> this crane has true seeing. Uh, so that's only a 16 um, on the first one. That'll hit. Alrighty, and the second one, uh, exact same thing. Okay, so um, do you want my, I guess, do you need my individual fire damage, sneak attack, fire damage, sneak attack? Is that the best way to do it? Um, I mean, if you want to do two sets of 8d6 or 8d9d6, is it now? Uh, it's 8d6 for two of my rays, but we are up to 10d6 because I just got another, because um, it's two fives. So um, that is 31 uh, fire damage and 42 sneak attack. Wow, that's so many. And then Brixby's going to use his remaining uh, move action to move 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, I did not say that I cast Disc this morning. I should have. So I'm going to hold myself to it, and I'm only going to move 20 feet. So he moves to the most northwestern corner of the room. All right, the crane looks very badly beat up. All right. Maybe we don't have to run. Hey, I, I stole some extra actions. End of my turn. Alowin's up. Uh, Alowin, uh swift action, is going to pop out his uh, wand of lightning bolt, just because it does look like this thing is on the ropes. And if we have to run, I think it's actually on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a pulley in there somewhere. Uh, and he is going to step forward. Looks like I have to get 15 feet until I have a nice clear line of sight. Uh, actually, I'm going to be firing directly into Kira, so instead he will do 20, 25 feet and then fire a lightning bolt at it. How's this uh, immovable crane's reflex save, Sam? Oh, you know, it's it's <laughs> delicious. Oh, uh, a 12. <laughs> that is a fail. That is full damage for this uh, 5 to 6 which is garbage. Uh, oh, there's one 6. Uh, that is 19 points of damage. And the crane Kick off another does a, a very piece. dramatic like Final Fantasy <laughs> 6 escaping the Empire like <laughs> and it never got to even grab anyone off the air. Yay. Bummer. I mean, I'm happy. Kefka somewhere is very upset. Feeling the crane pain. <laughs> the only person who hates sand more than Anakin Skywalker is Kefka. Uh, <laughs> I have to wonder if Fergus didn't animate a crane just so that we'd waste resources on it. In which case, got me. Uh, but <laughs> Asher will load... Uh, <laughs> Three more adamantine rounds in the chamber and say, well, uh, we did it, gang. We killed a crane. Shall we examine the door here towards the entrance before we check out the other door in the hallway? So, like, none of our perception checks that preceded this combat resulted in anything except for the discovery of a semi-animate crane. Well, yeah. fully animate. Yeah. yeah, it looks like... Um there wasn't really anything of interest in here other than the crane. So how much work would it take for those uh, azers once we drag them back up here to melt this thing down so we can sell all that mithril? 
In the meantime, Kira leaves a sticker that says storks are better. And the R is just a letter R. Nice. <laughs> As somebody that lives in Florida, I'm going to have to disagree with that. But <laughs> I respect uh, Kira's choices. <laughs> Appreciate it. Sandhill Crane, you look at a wood stork and you tell me which of those two is a better bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so, uh, sorry, yeah, not to uh, divert from what Jeff was saying, I do think we should check that door to the north. The one to the north or the um, first one you saw when you came in? Okay, the one to the north looks like one of those um, lab kind of airlock doors. So, and that is labeled um, Lab 6, Technic Research. Oh, animating things, maybe. Uh, Asher aids, thanks to that extra perception point at level 10. Ho, ho, ho. Gear aids. No aid from Alwyn. All right, that is a 39 with two aids. All right, it looks like it is neither locked nor trapped. Um... Just regular Can open still... this one. All right, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to gauge if you wanted to kick, and I was going to give you space to kick. Oh, no, 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 and I appreciate it, uh, but no. Kira's matured in the last three minutes. Teenagers. That, that, experience, so with the, that experience with the crane really <laughs> Really, It's really about. sobered her, yeah. <laughs> Hitting inanimate objects and how it is generally <laughs> as a policy. It's, it's just okay. Uh, yeah, open the door. It reveals a kind of quarter circle shaped airlock room with the the requisite um, second door with a window in it at the end. Alright, I'll give Rick some room to scooby it. Oh, do we see anything through the door? I'm also going to cast my, my disc now that we're out of combat. Uh, looking through this door, you see a room that has been like whitewashed. Um, and there is a table uh, with a largely disassembled gearsman on it. Um, it looks like the legs are intact, but the arms have been taken off. And the head has been sort of taken down to its requisite parts and the eye is like out and on the table next to it and all that good stuff and it looks like there is a door in the far back of that room too hmm. yeah if you want to scooby it we can scooby it again uh, been feeling like these doors generally aren't very trapped seems like the danger's inside aid aid Using in here does not aid. All right, that is 34 this time. Also doesn't seem to be trapped. Actually fit in there with everyone. Um, there are three squares in there, or at least is there a third square? Squares? It doesn't. Oh, okay, there it goes. It wasn't letting me stand on that yeah. square at first. Now so I can. So you can cram yourselves horribly into this tiny yeah. little space. Yeah, and we don't we don't hear anything on the other side of the door. We just Down. see a disassembled. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, that's it. It looks like there's just a disassembled robot in there. Yeah. Uh, popping it open, I mean, you basically see what I've already described to you. Um, somebody was taking apart a gearsman, looking at what makes him tick. Um, the 
circuitry of the gearman of the gearsman, like from its head and torso, has been piled up on the edge of the desk. Uh, looks like it's in pretty good shape, and there's all sorts of like little tools for this really intense precision work everywhere, um, also on that desk. And then there is a door in the back. So, like, we can make this our own, like, assassin robot, right? Yeah, we I don't it. think you could, but were you <laughs> to have the requisite um, I technological item creation feats, you could use this as a military lab. Whoa. Or, you know, like, making laser guns and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. You were, I was just going to ask, when you said the like, tools look nice for precision work is that your way of saying they're like masterwork artisans tools or something or is that just kind of going along with the lab level uh of the whole situation um it looks like they are a set of high quality precision tools which i don't think is really a pathfinder item but they're worth 500 gold Ooh. put it in the back and then the sky metal circuitry that has been lovingly extracted looks like it's worth another 230-ish gold. Oh, yeah. All right. Shall we check out this door back here? Let's, let's check it out. Asher aids. Here are aids. That other one? This good. Oh, I actually aid. That's a 17 on the die. All right. That is a 44. Uh, the door seems neither locked nor trapped with that 44. <laughs> Is there, do we perceive anything else with that exceptional roll about the side? That is a nice door. <laughs> yeah, sadly, DC 45 to notice that um, there's just poison everywhere. Oh, speaking of which, activate the mask. <laughs> Asher will spend the standard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, I forgot about that. Let's do that. Let's yeah, let's kick those I'll bad boys too. on. Yep. Whew. A filter mask charge. And once everyone has that mask on, go ahead and pop that door open. Popping open the door. Uh, so opening up this room, I think as you open it, we want to roll things over just a, a little bit with that uh, 44 perception check. Uh, Brixby, as this door opens, you see the upper halves of eight metal creatures hanging from hooks that are built into the ceiling in this narrow room. And there are wires trailing from their torsos like mechanical viscera. And those wires, it looks like they're actually all hooked together. Uh, someone has kind of wired these things together. And uh, Brixby has had enough experience with Furkus Jowd's particular brand of trickery to know a trap when he sees one. Um, it looks like these robots will absolutely do something if you get too close to them. Uh, let's, um, let's stay out of this room. There's, uh, these robots, uh, it's a Xyphus thing. Remember that whole, um, thing that we forgot about when we walked into the Xyphus, uh, shrine? We should really, we should really just take this moment to, um, to get out. Yeah, do we wanna, stuff. 
You want to, like, mage hand something in there while we're all, like, two rooms away or something? I'm, I'm going to just detect Madge from the doorway at first to see if there's anything magic in the room. Uh, there's definitely something magic in there. Is it like the robots? I'm going to keep holding it. Uh, there's something hanging on a, a hook at the far southern end of the room. And I think as you're sort of taking a minute to look at things, um, you've got plenty of perception to see. There is a nanite cocoon near the southern wall as well. Of course there is. Oh. Well, I do have Mage Hand. And that does go very far, right? It's uh, 25, but so that's um, it's 50 feet that I can go with the mage hand. Um, and I can hold up to five pounds, though. So it's depending on how heavy those. Yeah, I was going to say if Kira wall. switches places, Asher yeah. can Ding. try and shoot it off the wall and then. He could always go to the other side of the wall in the crane room, boof in, grab the cocoon, boof out, and try not to get devoured by the Robohydra. Uh, I mean, there is another option, I believe. Let me just double check that I have this scroll. Um, oh my god. You are just a big spreadsheet. Why do you Lone take so much energy to run? <laughs> <laughs> it's all you, you are. You have to pay just... for every month. <laughs> oh, well, not this one. All right. Well, I do have this scroll. Thank goodness. So Brixby's going to pull out a scroll. Um, and it's going to say, yeah, Asha, if you want to. Um, what level did I write this at? I'll just assume it's, it's like six or something. Um, but yeah, he pulls out a scroll um, that has a bit of string and a piece of wood attached to it. Um, and he's like, yeah, if you want to shoot it down, I'm just going to do this thing over here. Okay. Yeah, if Kira would scoot from in front of the doorway, Asher will get a clear line against the cocoon. And do I need to roll to hit it? Yeah, I'm scooted. Or is it an unattended? Um, I guess it's unattended. Yeah. So I, I think we've established you can just patwang it off the wall. As as I recall, patwang. Yeah, it's under the weight limit of what he can hit. All right, whatever's magical in there is still hanging out though. But Asher does shoot the cocoon off the wall. And all right. Um, well, Brixby is casting, and he is going to um, finish with his scroll, and it, there will be something that no one sees, but boy, are they here to serve us. Got an unseen servant here. Um, so before the unseen servant goes in, does it look like I could mage hand the magic item that's in there? Uh, let me see how much this magic item weighs, because Brixby is able to fix his eyes on what looks like a weird little drum hanging on a hook on the back wall. And, uh, yeah, it's it's five pounds. It's five pounds exactly. Oh, 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 one non-magical. 
one non-magical object. Yeah, so that's what I was just I'm looking up. If, holding myself to it. Yeah. So, hey, um, all right, buddy. Look, I'm gonna. I don't want you to run in there. I don't want you to grab that that thing on the ground. I don't want you to run out. And uh, if it all goes well, I'm gonna probably send you back in there again. Actually, no, I don't want you to throw anything at us. <laughs> yeah, just just go in there and get it, and, and uh, good luck. Good luck. And uh, then my unseen servant walks into the room to go pick it up. And I don't think that these um, hanging robot torsos in their rather grisly display that they are um, really detect this basically bodiless, only semi-existent yeah, thing. Yeah, it says it's shapeless. Walk right in there and, and grab some stuff off the ground. So if it can bring the cocoon out, then I'm going to send it back in and see if it can get that drum. And yeah, it's able oh, to complete uh, a second. Have a, I'm looking at the thing now. I think it should still be good. Is this trap triggered by like weight on it or anything? No. Okay, it's got a thing in the reading of unseen servant. It yeah, that's the point of. Yeah, yeah, going all the way back to like sec or AD and yeah. D. That's what the, that is what, if you don't have a rogue, you cast an unseen servant and make it walk into all of your traps. Yeah, it does trigger traps, but it only exerts 20 pounds of force, which is not enough to activate pressure plates or other devices related to weight. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to get through scot-free. All right, I'm going to maybe roll a spellcraft on the old drummo. That's a nat one from Bribo for an 18. Oh, looks like a little, little weird hand drum. Kind of gross. It's kind of gross. What do you think this is, Halloween? Uh, Kira, do you wait, also have spellcraft? Have... Oh, yeah, I have a crazy high spellcraft. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I have like a musical instruments thing, too. Uh, That is. Oh, my God. That is a uh, 36 spellcraft. <laughs> Um, well, maybe Alwyn had one of these before. I would not be surprised. You're looking at a Nuglub skin drum. These are a variety of small hand drums that have pitted metal frames with dark skin bearing furry patches or rough scales stretched across it. The flaws in the drum's skin render it difficult to play, imposing a minus four penalty on any um, profession percussion checks or perform percussion checks. Um, though undesirable as a musical instrument, gremlin skin drums are icons of um, ill luck and prized by followers of Xiphus. These drums are usually planted in areas to encourage misfortune. As a standard action, a user can activate a gremlin skin drum by setting it down and beating it three times. Once activated, it will continuously target all creatures within 30 feet until the drum is picked up or moved, at which point the effect ends. It can be activated up to five times before it becomes a non-magical drum. This particular type of drum, as said before, is a nuglub skin drum which is dotted with tufts of long, oily hair. Any creature that is tripped within 30 feet of the drum takes 1d6 points of non-lethal damage as the, pall, the fall becomes extra painful. Weird. 
<laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, he'll look at this and he'll go, I think I've seen things sort of like this before when we used to do rituals in the colony. Not this one exactly. The the beat part you beat on is different, but they cause misfortune around them. And if I had to guess, this one, I think maybe if you trip while someone's playing it, it makes it hurt you much more than normal. Hmm. Well, this is a very odd item, but I could, ex- I mean, I'm wondering if that plus, and then reaches back and points at the crazy robot, Robo King situation, Robo Rat King, as Jero said in the chat. Um, I'm wondering if that maybe trips you and this makes it worse. But, um, yeah, gross. Maybe throw it in the bag. Here it takes it so gingerly, like between two fingers. You pick it up by one of the hairs growing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just gets in there and it touches all your stuff and it's super gross. And that's all over the goo tubes. And now they're and also as she drops it in, it happens to bang against three different things and activate. And now we have to be very careful walking <laughs> down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to bed. Night, Sam. Good night, night creepy Sam. gremlin skin drum. Good night, Sam, and the creepy gremlin skin drum that I can say out loud. Oh, man, I just totally biffed that. That's going to be great for the Good fading night, out of the music. <laughs> <laughs> Property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of ISO Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Open source, more like open sores. Yeah, sorry, that was really gross. That's a terrible blooper. We'll keep it in. Can you hear me now? No? But! Hi, hello. <clears throat> He's being so needy Kings. today. Yay! Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, uh, weird, weird, weird. All right. Weird, I'll weird, weird. Again. Take three. Weird all Take the way three. down. Three. Weird again. all the way down. Right. Waveforms look odd. Two. Oh, sorry. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only Pathfinder. Welcome back to Pot That's Against the Machine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was muted. Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I, just... I was just gone from my computer, missed everything you said. Can you say that again? I have something wrong here.
What is that? Oh, hold on. Oh, she's so bad. A, that's a second Kira? <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting Kira. <laughs> oh, that that's just Kira. Okay. Yeah, that's probably like, the worst thing you could throw at us in here. Here! Final Fantasy IV. I confused she, myself. We, she has to fight herself to become a paladin. Mm. <laughs> probably. 